And welcome to The Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my glorious friend, bride-to-be. Mrs. Berry, do I have the glow of a bride-to-be? You've got a a slight sheen of a (laughs) menopausal woman. Oh, that's because I actually put moisturiser on this morning. And we've got a new tagline this week. We do. A safe space, not a place for idiots. And a special welcome to all our new listeners that have come across from a little mention in a little magazine called Women's Weekly this month. I know. So I'm on my best behaviour because all the old crew know us. Us. (laughs) So now I feel like I'm like going to the Queen's house or something. Look at me sitting up. I am sitting up. I know. And you've got that gorgeous long cardi on that I really like but that I never wear because the flapping around my legs would shit me. See, this is oh, what we talk first, about. That's new the first listeners. swear for the podcast. Maybe we should give a heads up to new listeners that there is a lot of swearing, there's a lot of oversharing, and sometimes we're incredibly all encompassing and kind, and sometimes we are not. We're not. Uh, which brings us back to the a safe, a safe space, space, not an idiot space, because we don't tolerate. Idiots. idiots. Fools, yeah, because we're all about being foolish. Yes. <laughs> Just idiots. Just and if you, an idiot. If you are on Facebook, make sure that you join our Facebook page, The Hot Flush. Yes. It's a closed site. It's a safe space. It's a safe space, but just don't be an idiot. <laughs> right? <laughs> Are you enjoying the new light-filled studio today? Uh, so I arrived today, dear listeners, and uh, I walked into the kitchen, studio. The studio, yes, the studio. <laughs> I can I can actually see the Sydney Opera House <laughs> from my kitchen. That is how lardy da we now are. I know we have harbour views. Harbour views. The arborist came <laughs> this week. And he, he Edward Scissorhands the shit out of that tree. It's like, it's seriously, it's, it's like a horticultural Dresden out there. <laughs> you should see it down underneath before they but cleaned the, it up. But, <gasps> well, and, but just right down the very back, like the block's quite deep and so, and it steps down and the very back of the block I've never actually seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice little garden. That's where I thought we could have had your wedding. Oh. Don't you reckon? Like everyone milling around here. and could have. Anyway, a bit late for that now because that's happening in two weeks. Have you got any updates for us, new listeners? She is enfianced after a pretty average first shot at marriage, which produced four beautiful children. I did give it a, and I did give it a fair whack of the stick, Mm. as he will not attest to. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, you know, I gave it a good twenty-three years. Yeah, so you know, it was a good run. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, but it gave me them four beautiful boys. Four beautiful boys. It ended God. in a dumpster fire, you know though. <laughs> it, it wasn't a pretty end. <laughs> but, you know. Um, but it was swift. This was something I wanted to touch on today, just about when you when you sort of fall back in love with your kids. And, like, so we When does that happen? Tell so me. I know, right? I think you have to get married the second time and oh, then you're God. sort of reflecting on your life and you're reflecting on yeah. the love in your life and you look back and, and you realise this sort of – that raising children is this grand love affair of just, peak, you know, hills and – Pain. Yeah, pain like and troughs and heartbreak and joy and every gamut. You're just not stroofing them, which is would be illegal and weird and gross. So, yeah. Um, you, you, are you taking on a side gig of writing the inside of Hallmark cards recently? <laughs> I know, right? But it, so it's just been uh, it's it's been the real moment of like I just look at them and I'm just like, 
oh, God, I love you. Oh, yeah, I get it too. I get it. And I think just, I've got one doing the HSC. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Look, it doesn't stand. That doesn't. That rule doesn't apply if you've got a kid doing the HSC or a kid in year nine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that 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 rule goes on hold until they return from uh, the alien race. About wedding update, please. Uh so I, I where are picked, you registered? I have picked up my. <laughs> Yes, I'd like the Villaroy and uh, Bosch uh, dinner setting. And the George Jensen water oh. flute. Well, really, you could get me anything from George Jensen. I'd be pretty happy about it. But, except I do look at a lot of it and I go, where would I put it? Yeah, and, and like we and got George Jensen for our wedding. And, like, I, I don't even know where it, it is anymore. The dust collectors. and Anyway, um, so uh, I the, picked up my frock. outfit. Yes, I picked up my outfit. And uh, one part of it was too big. And Deb, who is owns the, the shop, where got it from? Shane Avenue. Shade if, Ave- Shane. Shane. Shane is in Shane. 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 Shane Avenue. Where's your brother Wayne? Well, get in trouble again for being elitist. Oh God. How can we? How can we pick on every single subsection of the of the Sydney and greater greater area, area populations, like with equal vigor, and then get pulled up on the one that maybe has just had the most long-standing sort of you know stereotype? It's like, come on, we're talking about like eastern suburbs chicks, you know, snorting before you know their special K, or snorting their special K. Jesus. Anyway, uh, so she was just like, oh, have you lost weight? And I went, well, you're my best friend. <laughs> have you lost weight? Uh, no. I don't think so. No. Well, obviously you have. And, uh, well, I think it might have been. You've been on the tooth lately? But do you remember when I was going to get measured and yeah. we went for breakfast first and I had breakfast gnocchi and a vanilla slice? Right. So the, the bloat. bloat, the bloat could the have bloat. been in full swing. But the bloat's in full swing this week. And I've had that little anxious thing of like, oh, my God, like the bloat's back. and Well, not back. It's always there, but it's worse <laughs> this week. Um, and my joint pain's really bad. And I'm like, oh, don't, oh. And then I'm like, mindfulness, meditate, like just hum. We're going to talk about that later on in yeah. the So the wedding, uh, the wedding plans are going very well. We're having a little... Uh, my makeup uh, artist to the stars is uh, – we're having a little trial today. Oh, who's that? Uh, his name would be Jack Woog. Oh, I hear he's very good. I hear he's very good. He's very excited. I'm, I'm quite nervous that he's just going to look at my face and just sort of go, like, let out a sigh. <laughs> I'm just like, right, mate, where's the spatula? Oh, yeah, you look great. Stop it. I know. And do you know what? Like – I'm having dreams about the wedding and not one of them is an anxiety dream. That's good. They're all fun dreams, like all just exciting. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be the best. It's going to be the best. We wish you could all come, but I will actually be doing some lives (laughs) on the Hot Fuss (laughs) website. Oh, God, that would be the best. Facebook page. Yes, of course. Mm. So just the last little thing about being wistful. Felix was 21 on Monday. And, you know, I kind of feel like Oscar was his own – kettle of fish because of his special needs and his disability and and then so Felix I in my head I think there's some sort of like he's like air quotes the first Mm -hmm. and he was a difficult baby and I feel like we were just in the trenches together so we have that relationship where that you have when you've been through that sort of space of four and a half years of not sleeping Mm. you know and um yeah and you just you just look at him and go far out like Twenty-one. I made you in my guts, and you still give me hugs, and it's just great. It's just great. Except that's why we didn't podcast last weekend. Yeah, sorry about that. Because I 
I uh, got back. I did an early morning sunrise walk with my friend Sim around Long Reef Headland last night. Did Sunday you get morning. some inspiration for your hall card writing? <laughs> <laughs> then we went for a coffee and then I got home and it was like 9, 9.30. And I said, okay, I'm going over to Woogs to a potty and then I'll come back. And, and he was already up, which I thought was weird. <laughs> and he said, well, we've got, to go, we've got to go and do some shopping. And I said, yeah, yeah, Rob and I got some stuff. Come and have a look. And he goes, yeah, they'll be here at 12.30. And I went, oh, what now? <laughs> a what? A what? A what? A what? What time were and they supposed goes, yeah, to I told be you, here? I told you it was a day. It was a day party, and I was like, "You did." And then I, it did actually in my head go. I remember that because I remember saying to him, "Oh, that's a nice idea. That's a really nice idea." And he goes, "Yeah, because it was a Sunday, and some had to go to work on." Let me just say, they arrived. They're just a gorgeous group of young adults, and um, yeah, some were still there at midnight. So you know, you throw a good party. Throw a good party. So yeah, my slow roasted pork oh. was actually perfectly timed in the end because I, I staggered food throughout the afternoon. We like to talk about food a lot too, don't we? Yeah, we do talk about food. I did a big charcuterie platter. Like, <gasps> and, and and Felix had been like, oh, that might be a bit, you know, they're not, their tastes aren't that fancy. Anyway, so I did two because, you know, and big on the table. And I walked back inside and I could hear them all sort of just going, oh, Felix, it's so fancy. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> And then I did like a little bogan course of um, – do you remember the cobblers? Don't say bogan, you'll get in trouble. Oh, I'll get in trouble. You know the cobblers? Yeah, 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 yeah. With the, the sour cream dip. and the spinach. Well, I did them from a recipe from my birth mother from Helen that's like a Mexican corn version. Yum. And so I did those. And, of course, they came out just as they were really hit, you know, hitting, hitting the their piss. stride. And, uh, and so it was hot, you know, and cheesy and spicy and, and that, that gone – and then I did the pork oh. like about an hour and a half, two hours after that. So it was just this sort of staggered like. Yummy. Yeah, it was great. It was so good. Yum. And then we went to fancy Mr. Wong's on Monday night. Oh, Mr. Wong. I've got bad, bad memories of Mr. Wong's. Why? I've been a few times, but the first time I went, I just got off a flight from uh, Indonesia where I'd sat before the flight and went, I wouldn't mind a gin and tonic. Oh, it had. With dead dirty ice in it. Yeah. So when I was sitting there and everyone was like, would you like a glass of champagne? I was like, yeah, no, I don't. And everyone knew then that something was not right. Right. And I couldn't eat anything and then I just went up to the bathroom and... That was it. That was it. That was my Mr Wong's debut experience. Oh, that's sad. It was very sad because someone else was paying. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's when you want to go to Mr Wong. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, what did you get Felix for his birthday? A dinner at Mr. Wong. Yeah. yeah. One that we took lots of photos of. Yeah. And I'll put that in a frame. <laughs> oh, food was so good. I know. Anyway, that's enough of me gas bagging about family reminiscing and Hallmark carding. But yeah, the weddings, the wedding plans are underway and we're all very excited and I just can't wait for it. I just, now I can't wait. Yeah. Now I'm just like, come on, let's let's do it. Okay, moving on. Uh, we've got a histo update. A histo. histo. There was a setback last week, Mrs. Berry. What happened? I, I have had an ongoing niggle shoulder. Yes. Yes. And I couldn't work out what it was from, so I consulted Dr. Google. Yeah. And a few proper doctors. Yeah. Um, when you have a hysterectomy, laparoscopy, whatever that yeah, means. Yeah, laparoscopy. They just, that. Yeah. You actually get tilted um, back, back, and the gas goes up to your shoulders, and then they fill you up with gas. And yes. there's some nerve that can be particularly susceptible to hanging on to that gas. Ah. And then that little bit of gas went up to my shoulder mm. and caused 
so much pain for about two weeks and then it escalated into me ringing my mum saying, you've got to come and get me. I'm really sick and I can't do this. Wow. I I went out to mum's for a day and, God, spent 24 hours just just in agonising pain, so much so the doctor said, you have to go to the emergency room. And I was like, I'm not going to the emergency room. Friday night, can you just press pause for a sec, please? And anyway, so I ended up talking myself out of being chronically ill. (laughs) I'm sure I did. Okay. Um, No, and then I just, mum kept giving me this fizzy effervescent shit that just made you... Burp and fart. What was it? It was. Um, oh, I've got it here. Oh, well. Product shout out. Oh, Enos. She was giving you Enos. Yes. And what? It's what? quite nice if you whack a shot of body in it. Oh my god! You did no, dear. Of course <laughs> not. I've got the thought of alcohol. Ugh. Relief of heartburn and acid indigestion. Was it indigestion? No. No, it was it was, it was, the it gas, was the gas. Anyway, this is a good conversation. All I'm saying is that I'm nine weeks, or was eight weeks post-hysterectomy. Someone was talking about in the page that they were 14 days post-hysterectomy. And they're not feeling great. And they're not feeling great. And everyone was so kind and just yeah. said, honey, it can take six months. Yeah. It can take six yeah. months. Yeah. You know, we forget. This is going to segue nicely into our next topic. We forget that this is ma- this is a major abdominal surgery, and not just that. It's then also all of the emotional luggage that goes with that. You know, this is a this is a cornerstone of what many people think of in terms of their their womanness or their femaleness or who they are. And so, A, you're having a major operation. Like and major. I can't stress that enough to you because I didn't realise. No. It's and like having know, a baby. No one, you know, everyone can tell you, but no one will. I know. Yeah. I remember when I had a kid, when I had one of the boys, and then I was like, what do you mean I am meant to just be up and about in a couple of days, back out doing shopping as if nothing's ever happened? <laughs> I should be on a pedestal. There should be flowers at my feet and choirs of angels every time I draw breath. Like this is outrageous. And it's like when I had my gallbladder out, the surgeon said to me, this is the, one of the only downfalls of keyhole surgery yeah. is there's not a huge wound. There's not a huge wound site. And so people just go, oh, look at that. Look That's that. it. Look at that. Good to go. Oh, what's goes, happening on the inside is very in different. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but you with your magical mystical mind powers yes. have uh, have cured your <laughs> self. Had nothing to do with like the burping and farting. I didn't sleep one wink. Oh god. Anyway. Anyway. That's the histo update. Uh, apart from that, still so glad I did it. My god, not having periods and period pain and flooding and oh. like po- a PMS and all of the rest absolutely 100% worth it for me. Yes, for, for you. Me. For your case, yeah. it was I'm the not correct. I'm saying that that's yeah. a bad aid for everyone, but for me, it's been worth it. I would like to say that I had my period this week and it came after 36 days from the last one, which had arrived after 110 days and was basically every period with, that I would have had within that 110 <laughs> days in the space of five. <laughs> so, this, so it came in like a wrecking ball. It literally <laughs> came in like a wrecking ball. And this one was 
really almost perfectly civilised. And it was the first period that I'd had where I'd just used Did it invite itself in saying, I'm going to come now? Well, I said to Rob, I said, I think I might be getting my period again. I said, my boobs are a bit sore and I'm actually, I'm pretty cranky. Like I'm just, I've just rankled. I'm not, like I'm not raging bull cranky, but it was, you know that, you know, you just get that. Irrits. It's the irrits. And um, and sure enough, but it was the first period I've had where I just used my juju cup, and I used it in the last one. But because a juju was, cup is a little silicon, it's a, like a moon cup, cup silicon that you, that you put whack in. Whack up and, your twat. Yeah, so much better than I thought. How can that go up there and not? You can't feel it. What? Like, come on. And then I and it, you just don't. You put it in. It was like a tampon, I suppose. You don't. But feel it that. doesn't. Well, you see, I always kind of did. And then... You've got a wide set vagina. <laughs> She's very sensitive. <laughs> She's precious. She's like, it's like the princess and the pea down there. <laughs> um, yes, so I was really, I'm really impressed. It was really, it's been, it was really good, and some people are skeeved out by it because. But what know. happens if you're at Westfield or something like that? Well, technically, they you should be able to leave it in there for eight hours, so you you kind of shouldn't need to be getting it out at Westfield <laughs> <laughs> because you know how they don't have bathroom that wash hand washing facilities in the cubicles. Yeah, mm. yeah. So man designed those. I would, you know, I mean, I would just say that if you did, if if you felt you know, you had to change it or rinse it. I'd just use the disabled toilet, hmm. which is all contained, you know, obviously yep. all contained. Yep. Anyway, um, so that was, yeah, that was great. Great. Because I was actually thinking. Because you're wearing a white dress the day before the wedding and I was thinking, hmm. And I was sort of going and hmm. I was trying to work out that when I actually, when this period arrived, I went, oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Period during the, actually when I'm getting married. Um, anyway. Look at that. We've covered being gassy, periods. No wonder we're an award-winning. Sticking a oh, cup up. Oh, do we need to clarify this that? This is so funny. In the piece in uh, the Women's Weekly, this this month's Women's Weekly. Yes, it said that we're an award winner. It said that we're uh, an award winner. <laughs> and if they actually – that actually just – it was a copywriting mistake from our tagline, which is a non-award winning <laughs> We're a non-award winning podcast. podcast. So if you're here thinking, hmm, they're award winning, they must be good. Yeah. Think again, yeah. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Move right along. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Uh, you had a mammogram. Oh, yes. Can I just say, what a spectacular pair of norks you have. When oh, I thank you. I did that. share a, yes. a photo. Um, and, and that seems to be the general... Um, feedback that I got from sharing that with family and friends, like was amazing boobs. <laughs> I've not, I've never had one. Okay, uh, is it? Uh, does it hurt? No. Oh, it doesn't. No. Oh, oh it's not. It, they're not being licked on by kittens or anything like that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I don't think a lick, I don't think a kitten licking your nip would actually feel that. No, good. but I'm just so rough. <laughs> Sad paper. <laughs> Anyway, um, I went to the Marta and I just thank God for smart people who are good oh. at their jobs. Honestly, it was just smooth sailing. We did find a lump, um, which… Are we concerned? No, no. The, the, 
you know, you do get a bit concerned when they take five photos and the doctor keeps coming back and saying, oh, just do one more and then the radiographer has a good old go and then goes to yeah, show I the doctor. Be, I would be crying by and that And then point. the doctor comes in. Oh, press pause. So they did find a lump and then the doctor did come in, which is not normally something that happens, but I was, again, being of positive mindset, which is something we're going to talk about soon. Yes. Um, and... I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she said, oh, look, we'll get a biopsy next week. I think it's just a bit of calcium. Right. And I said, how does that happen? And then she said, how does anything happen? I said, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, the so bodies, are, bodies are a mysterious place. That, but it is enough to make you sort of freak out a little bit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I'm 99.9% sure that it's nothing. Yeah. And – Look at you being proactive and going and having it done and yeah, like a grown-up. Like a grown-up. And if I hadn't have had it done and yeah. it was something yes. sinister, then I'd be up shit's creek. So go and get your boobs squished. Yes. Why haven't you had yours done yet? Because uh, I've got no lumps or anything. Yeah, still. So I do my breast checks and yeah. and I think it's once you're over 50 that oh, you're you almost there, mate. I'm almost there. <laughs> I've got a year and a half to go. Just settle down. <laughs> So I am going to segue that into my next section called Mrs. Woog Moves Her Mind into Mindfulness. Because mm. I don't know about you, Kim, but I've had a C-U-N-T of a year. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to alarm you, <laughs> but we've been doing this for five years. Have we really? Yeah. And, uh, and we've not won one award. <laughs> uh, not won one award. Uh, not even a participation ribbon. <laughs> No, uh, lots of lots of uh, accolades, lots of media attention. Yes, well, not that. That's much, not going to pay us, though. Uh, no, but we've we met have, lots of wonderful people. I just people. wanted to point out to you that we have actually covered off on mindfulness quite a lot. <laughs> no, but this is new. This is new mindfulness. This is new because it's mine. Yes, because I've always sort of it was a bit. Phew, mindfulness, like you are so full of it. You talk about this all the time. Well, I can change my mind. <laughs> She so can. I so can. So anyway, I've been waking up all year going, oh, another day. Yeah. Oh, my shoulder hurts. Oh, my husband's broken his leg and he's walking around on a broken leg for six weeks. Yes. We'll get to that. Yes. Um, so instead of like uh, being a doom meister, I've started to become a little bit more chirpy in the mornings and that sets me up for a good day. You stop looking at me like that. No, no. I'm No, that's genuine excitement that and you part- actually – Part of so that. what do you do? Instead of waking up and going, Ugh, what do you do? Well, I go and do a wee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then I put the radio on loud in the kitchen and I pour the coffee and I open the windows and I look at my view. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I realise it, it ain't all bad. It ain't all bad. Yeah. And why really do I have a reason to be miserable? Yeah. Also, I'm taking HRT, which might have something to do with <laughs> You think that your estrogen gel I might be think helping my now? Estrogen gel. You think it might be kicking yeah, in? Yeah, I think now that I'm now that I stop to think about it, that's what's coming. On. No, no, it's your mindfulness. It's my estrogen gel. <laughs> it makes you sleep better too, so maybe that has something to do with it. As yeah, well. look, you're getting quality sleep. A, a, a monthly or irregular event that was severely physically debilitating for you has stopped and you are having 
a, a, a supporting therapy that's putting something that's being depleted in you back into you. And Zoloft and a shrink. Yeah. <laughs> There's the magical recipe. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I've had – I've now been having some form of psychiatric care um, for, you know, 21, 21 and a half years, medicated a fuck ton of cognitive behaviour therapy on myself, so much work on myself – and uh, and now I'm sort of, you know, now I'm at a point where when I add other things to it, like I have my ADHD diagnosis, I'm just tickety-boo. Tickety-boo. We'll, uh, we're just going to press pause. My therapy. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and so, it, again, if you do the work. I know. If you do Some the work. Some people just sail through life. Yeah. They're just simpletons. I know. But you know complex characters are much more interesting. Much more interesting, much more exhausting. But the exhausting. But, the, but the payoff is worth it. Oh yeah. Because you've got um, good stories to tell at dinner parties. Mm. Like the time that I, I just go crying in the gutter because the kids are screaming in the car and they wouldn't know. <laughs> well, when we, we were reminiscing the other day about some key memories of each of the boys and you know uh, and one of them was Felix at the checkout in Woolies as I was just pulling things out of the trolley and I was reaching over to get stuff out of the trolley and he just went, don't hit me. <laughs> bastard. Little, little bastard. And they had peals of laughter, just about how great that was. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, was gonna, um, I, I was going to tell you something about from a podcast that I was listening to this week that I'm listening to for my uni work. Um, And it was talking about – it's called forced quitting. And I don't like that already. No. So the notion is is that when we get comfortable, Mm. we get really comfortable in our – what we're doing and where we're at and sometimes uh, we we don't take the risk or we don't um, change it up because we think – we don't think about what we could gain. We're focused too much on what we could lose. Mm. And one of the things they were talking about it was was actually in dating, mm-hmm. and that when you are when you're dating, you you are so pinned on whether that person would be someone you could end up being with that you raise the stake the stakes so high, and so that there's pressure straight away. So yeah, so you can't. So you just discount all these people or all these opportunities or potentials, and what is another way of looking at it is you have, you know, a certain number of dates that you're going on with people who, yeah, you are sort of fit into the mould that you sort of imagine yourself with but that you also allow space to go out with people who would not be someone you would normally choose mm. and because you just don't know what's going to come from that. Like there are there are hidden – there are benefits that you're not seeing because you're so risk-averse in terms of – Oh, well, you're protecting your heart. Well, you're protecting, protecting heart, everything. Well, yeah, and the same with the same with the job. And and the, one of the things this person was saying was, you know, if you're thinking about should I quit my job or should I stay, um, if you're actually even asking yourself that, then you need to quit. Then you know you know what the answer is. But just it was just a really interesting sort of thing, particularly I think for a lot of us at this time in our lives, where there is so much invested in our current lives that to take a risk or to force quit something is uh is scary but that that it but it can be worth it 
Oh yes, um, and so but that also comes with confidence, and I think a lot of women in our age bracket, you start to break down your confidence a bit because your kids are big now, and like. Where is my place in the world? Yes. So that's why I look at people like Jane Carrow and Julia Gillard and those p- people who are just bloody fired up in the in this yeah. later stage in life. And it gives me some sort of inspiration. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of women particularly are not in a financial position mm. to be doing. But there are other aspects of your life where you can find – you could find that ability to do something that really is for yourself and really is for your own development and your own – possibilities it was just such a great thing what I was it called to. so it's called changeology it's been around for a while it's it's Can been you put going it in the show notes oh, our show notes they're always extensive aren't they and changeology yeah changeology it's been going for a long it's been going since like 2018 the episodes are short not as long as us i'm i'm actually listening to it um because it's all about change. It's all about behavioural economics and cha- and game theory and that sort of stuff. But it does it in really um, – it's it bite-sized pieces and it's very easy listening and, and interesting. Um, the other reason I was saying that was I wouldn't be with Rob if I hadn't done that. No. Like I went into the whole dating thing of going, I'm not looking for a partner. I just want to have some fun. Mm. And And if it's a disaster, I literally did say to myself – it, it's it's um. But those disasters were the funniest stories. The funniest ever. stories ever. It's just good. If it's just good here, content. Go back. Um, I can't remember what episode, but I think oh it my is. God. She goes through her whole dating <laughs> with with nothing left out. Let me tell you. Oh, it's glorious. But, you know, and that's uh, and look, not everyone is like that. Not everyone's of an extrovert. Not. not everyone, but you find your you find your playing field in that space of like i'm going to go out with and yeah it's just going to be good content yeah i always i always thought if if i was single and doing that dating i'd just assume everything's going to be a disaster yes and let's just laugh and yes. have some fun with it exactly i would never like the reason i swiped right on rob was because well his little bio thing was funny in a very smart way and there was just a picture of him sort of standing he was on the top of Mount Wellington or something in Hobart and his arms were just outstretched and he was sort of smiling and I just went you look interesting like it wasn't like a you know it was like hmm, curious but we do have to remind that you know uh, the OG of the group will know this but when she first started internet dating uh-huh. she was like I like walks on, on the, the beach. beach and she had like eh, and I'm looking for someone and eh, eh. <laughs> And then she got pissed with some girlfriends and then she got her boobs out and she was like, I just want to get laid. Basically, that's all you see. Just looking for a passion. And, and if it went for that, anything for that, open the floodgates well, of possibilities. Brought, that brought the boys to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> and then you didn't waste any time. You I were didn't. like, thank you, next. Yes. Thank you, next. Thank it you, was, I'll give you a shag. It was a sordid couple of months. <laughs> It was fantastic. Wasn't it? We were all was, just like hanging out. I know. It. I would like I would spend more time post date, like on the phone to all the girls. And they were like, Oh, what shoes was he wearing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what shoes was he wearing? Was he hairy? Was he was his dick like? <laughs> he did what? <laughs> you did what? Yes, and you have to actually now go and find that episode because she does deflower a virgin. I did. Yeah. The BDV. Banana Dick Virgin. I wonder where he is now. 
I wonder if he is actually wearing that leather cuff that I left behind on his cock, as so many friends so thoughtfully tell me. <laughs> I really miss that. I never found I never found oh. it again. I never found another one like it. It's very You can always go back and get it. <laughs> oh God. That was a long time ago now. Like it's like five years like I know. six years ago. I know. Isn't that amazing? It feels like it was three years ago. Anyway, that's enough of that. Did we do did we do a reader's question or not? No, we didn't do a reader's question. Oh, we didn't. Question. So that's it for today. No, no, no. There is one thing that we need to discuss. Oh. Men. Yes. I'm just now, gonna sit back for a minute here and let Kim take <laughs> this one. We are very, very conscious that this that the hot flush is, you know, for all um, types of people. We do not want this to be a man bashing, husband bashing. We love them. You know male hating space uh, but every now and then <laughs> their behavior is mystifying and I even had a, I even had a time this week with Rob where I had to sort of pull him up and just go if you do not sort your shit out you are going to miss it as in the joy and the wonder of life at the moment but that is that pales into insignificance to what Mrs. Woog has been dealing with in the last six, six weeks. weeks. So six weeks ago, I had just come home from a hysterectomy into a house. Uh, Mr. Woog was in a frenzy because all of his OCD was out of kilter because everything wasn't right because no. I was infirmed. Yes. Once I started feeling better, he said, I'm going to go to Mount Kosciuszko for three nights and ride my dirt bike with my mates. And I said, I think that's a great idea because he had been working all day and then all evening yep. doing all a, of yeah, the things. needed to go, have a break, yep. do that crazy throwing did himself he have a down break? tracks. Did he have a break? Oh, he had a literal and a metaphorical break. No, uh, literal and real. No, literal and what would it be? Physical? Anyway. Oh, you know what we're trying to say. Yeah. Uh, so he kamikazed himself off his dirt bike. This man is 47, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kamikazed himself on his dirt bike. And the, when he did come home, he was limping. And I said, what's happened, Dals? And he goes, oh, I've come off my bike. I've sprained my ankle. And then I'm going to hand over to Kim now because it makes me <laughs> <laughs> So I then see that I see – I come over and it's t- – was it two weeks later or four weeks later? I think it was four weeks and he he gets up and he's walking towards me. I go, why are you limping? Because there was an earlier limp that he ended up gout related. <laughs> and he ended up, you know, going and, and seeing my musculoskeletal specialist who then actually in sort of basically made him in, in, inflicted pain. And so he never went back. Um, and uh, but this – so I'm very attuned to – to Mr. Woog when he is limping and he went, oh, I sprained my ankle. And I look at it and it's swollen and his foot's purple and I'm like, why isn't it strapped? And he said, oh, when I when I strap it, it swells more. And I said, you don't think that's like a red flag? You shouldn't – that's probably a sign that you should probably go and get it looked at. He goes, no, no, it's getting better. It's getting better. I'm like, uh-huh. Right. Fast forward another two weeks and he actually takes himself to the hospital not just to his GP, but like to the hospital. Now, this was the night that I chose to have my shoulder 
uh, gastric episode being called out to my mother's house for care. So he's in the ER. I'm being taken to the ER, even though I just refused to go. Anyway, he had an x-ray. Broken. Broken leg. He had been walking around for six Six weeks weeks. on a broken leg, which had now fused together in the wrong areas. Yeah. And he had to go and have it rebroken and strapped. So he's got plates and pins and moon boots. And, oh, my God, his surgeon was the hottest man I've ever seen. (laughs) I've got photos. I'll show you after the episode. Oh. Oh, Hello. I have to say, like when I had my back surgery, my back surgeon was not a picture, but the the young orthopaedic like registrars. Hello, I know. Come and explain to me how my back, yeah. like how the vertebrae sit against each other again. Anyway, so anyway, now yeah. he's he's. This is his first week at home. I've had to move the bedroom downstairs. Yeah, his bed is in the, the his bed is in the living room. In the living room. Um, Which I, I think's hilarious because he had such opinions about the Smokey Dawson chair coming into the I house. Know. And now he's actually got a whole bed in And there. we have two Smokey Dawsons. <laughs> um, so anyway, he's a miserable see you next Tuesday and I'm taking it day by day. Uh, he's, he's, it doesn't help that Mr. Woog is a very, very active man. I know. So every day, like he does Extreme not. Extreme sports. He doesn't sit still. Like he does, I like. He doesn't. He oh, is. He, can't. he goes at a hundred percent, or he's asleep. asleep. That's it. <laughs> like he will go, 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 and then he'll say to me, "I'm going for a nap." I go, "Okay," and he goes and has a nap, and then when he's back up, he's off again. Off again. Yeah. So this isn't this isn't been so fun he's for him. Not, it hasn't been fun for me. But again, looking for the good, looking for the good. I can't find the good in that right now. I just and we were talking about this earlier because. I know that there's a, there's a level within all of us and there are there are female orientating people who have this situation where they will do exactly the same thing like oh I've got this thing and I'm really nervous about what it is so I'm not I'm just going to pretend it's not there but I would say the percentage of women who do that to the percentage of men is yeah infinitesimal because because we all know that it takes a village we are we are not islands and that we have to be functioning at 100% for everything else around us to be functioning at 100%. He goes and throws himself off a cliff and then he's like, I've got a really sore leg but I'm just going to ignore it and hopefully it will go away until it reaches a point he has to have surgery and now in a boot and his house has to be reorganised and he's incapacitated. And he's always here. And he's <laughs> and the mental, like what he's like as a human then for everyone else in the house. Yeah. Like it's just they just don't get it. They it don't get it. Insane. And we are going to wrap up now. We are not a, ha- a man hating podcast. No, we adore them. We adore, we adore them. them. We 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 married them. We 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 made six of them. Yes. For God's sake, I know. Um, I look at mine and just go, my heart is going to explode. Oh, okay. So anyone who comes back saying some sort of man hating, just I just want you to remember. We are a safe space, not an idiot space. Okay. Uh, the other thing, last yeah. thing. I'm trying to write on this Watched up the pink doco on Prime. Amazing. She is amazing. Is this the one from years ago? No. It's just released. Oh, okay. It's about, being, it's about being on tour and being a mum. It's, oh, my God. I cried like four times. Okay. Well, that's uh, – Oh, I think we we might try and squeeze one in next week before the wedding. I think oh, we'll yeah. Have, we might have a virtual 
hens party. We'll do something <laughs> quite fun. Thank you oh, wow. so much for joining and thank you to all our new listeners. Um, there is a Patreon page. It's very good value for money, must say. <laughs> yes. Um, you take care and as we like to say, just keep plucking. <laughs>